Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'd I, not to quote Rain Man, but I, I'm an excellent driver. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You know what? He used to get so angry when we worked at, in Bristol. Uh-huh. I used to drive with my foot on the dashboard. <laughs> oh, I know. Earlier on the show, Chiefs General Manager Brett Veach. Still to come, Ravens linebacker Patrick Queen. NFL Network analyst Steve Mariucci. Plus, your phone calls, what's more likely, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're appreciative of you being with us here on NBC Sports on Peacock and Sirius XM 85 Terrestrial Radio, Rich Eisen Show, Coast to Coast Terrestrial Radio Network, Odyssey app, and so much more. Uh, great chat with Brett Veach, the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, going over his schedule, why the team parted ways with Tyreek Hill, what they did with those assets, how they moved the pieces around their chessboard. A fascinating conversation, and he gave us a terrific glimpse into how, what it's like to be a general manager of a Super Bowl um, contender year in and year out with a generationally talented quarterback uh, and trying to not only win a Super Bowl, but make sure you can have a sustainable roster for years to come. If you missed any of that conversation, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Steve Mariucci is making his way to the studio. We hung out in the NFL Network studio last night for the three-hour schedule release show. The NFL schedule is out. We already went all the way deep in on how the Philadelphia 76ers got eliminated, why they did, and what their next maneuvers are. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anything that you missed. But we turn to the phone line right now, the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, to kick off hour number two of this program and welcome in one of the uh, terrific, dynamic young players at the linebacker position that this league is seeing from the Baltimore Ravens. I do believe it's his first time appearing on this program. We say hello to Patrick Queen. How you doing, Patrick? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Where where do we find you? Are you you running errands? A little honeydew list? Where are you today, Patrick? Where are you? Yeah, I'm about to get a haircut right now. I just left the facility uh, doing some recovery stuff. So. Okay. Um, and uh, where do you get your haircut, Patrick? Uh, this guy named the church barber down here in uh, Baltimore. I'm still learning my my way around here, so I don't know the exact town or city or whatever. You okay. Know, so. What do you what do you, what what gets talked about in that barber shop, Patrick? Anything that you could share with us? <laughs> Football life. That's that's really it. <laughs> this is a chill little spot. Uh, I ain't gonna go into many details about the life part, but you know. TJ, why are you shaking your head when I ask a question like that? What is that? Is that a problem? I mean, Rich, you got to understand what goes down in the barber shop, man. Sometimes <laughs> what what happens in the shop, you can't let out of the barber no. shop unless you're LeBron and you make a TV show about it. But. You're saying that to me because I'm a bald man. That's why you're saying that oh, to me. See, TJ? that wasn't even that. No, it was. It was more so. <laughs> it wasn't so that you were bald. No. Why are okay. you laughing, Patrick? Why are you <laughs> laughing now? Patrick knows what happens in the shop, man. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, uh, looking at you, you got to look at your schedule, Patrick? Yes, sir, I did. Okay. Did you know you joined the AFC East for the first month of the season? Did you notice that's that? Just, that's just insane how it worked out, huh? It's crazy. So, the uh, Ravens start off at the Jets, then get their uh, taste of Miami at home. At the Patriots, home for the Bills. That's the first month of the season for the Ravens. What did you think when you saw that? You there, Patrick? 
Hello, what's that? Yeah. What did you What did you think when you saw all those AFC East teams to start your season? Just another another year for me to get better and showcase my talent. That's all. So I ain't, I don't really complain on who we play or how they got to set up or anything. I'll just be ready to show up and ball out. That's all. Okay. Very good. And then once you are done um, with the AFC East, you get right into it on a Sunday night game at home against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Do you have some sort of payback that you think you need to deliver to Joe Burrow, Patrick Queen, based on the way things went last year? Uh Oh, it looks like we lost him. I think we're in some sort of Bluetooth hell right now. (laughs) You you there, Patrick? Yeah, I was uh, saying just basically uh, just going to school with those guys and knowing knowing them and then, you know, just coming into the league and playing against those guys, you know, it's, it's not bad blood, but it's, it's different now. So uh, just any time, especially how they got up on us last year. So it's, it's of course, payback this year for sure. Okay. Because, again, I, you, you strike me certainly watching you play and certainly the position you play that there's a certain pride factor that, um, that got, um, shall we say, roughed up a bit by Burrow in particular last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Joe's my guy, you know. There's no bad blood between us, but uh, Joe's got that, that swagger about him that, you know, it's hard when you're playing against him. It's hard to, you know, just sit there and play against him and be cool with him. It's, it's always like some like an edge about him that gets everybody else fired up. So. Well, I know, obviously, you guys, you know, uh, won together before getting into the league, but uh, now that you're in, in this league, those things go by the wayside, I'd imagine. Yeah, right? yeah. Of course, with him being in the division, you know, it's definitely beef there for sure. But I mean, after the after the game, after the whistle stop, you know, it's, it's all love. But in between the white lines, is different. Uh, and do you know? Can you tell me who's giving him his fashion tips, Patrick? Do you know? I don't know. I have no clue. I I, I guess. I mean. For him, it's cool. I, I mean, he could pull off anything. He's Joe, so you know how that goes. But uh, you know, uh, I, I, I tend to I tend to stay away from fashion stuff. All right, let's talk about your quarterback a little bit, uh, Patrick Queen. Uh, your relationship with Lamar Jackson. Walk me through it. What do you got? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, uh, he's he really a chill guy. Like he's interacting with everybody, but he chill for the most part. Um, it's just it's, it's a good relationship. Uh, there's not much to be said about us. It's just really what we do on the field. We try to uh, just, you know, be the best that we can for our team. And there's always a team first mentality. So uh, I just came with the ball over him this year. Hopefully, you know, he's healthy and back to 100% so we can get it rocking. Yeah, and we had Calais Campbell on er- earlier um, this week, and he's coming back for year 15. What has he uh, done for you or counseled you on, uh, certainly since you're the one right behind him uh, in this defense? Patrick? Uh, just coming in as a rookie with him, just seeing how he operates and seeing the things that he's doing, the things that he talks about from playing with other greats. Um, just taking it all in and just trying to use it to my advantage, seeing what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And of course, having him in front of me is a big help. The big body, the six, seven, six, eight, whatever you want to call him. Uh, just having that in front of me is a, a huge help. So um, I'm definitely glad, glad we got him back for another year. year 13, maybe maybe 16. Do you um, get any uh, time with Ray Lewis at any point in time, Patrick? I haven't. I haven't actually like got with him in person or anything. I uh, had a, a phone call with him a while back, my rookie year. So, so he welcomed you to the position, to the team, to the conversation, basically. Uh, it really wasn't a welcome. It was just uh, what to do, how to take care of your body and stuff. So uh, he gave us the pointers and stuff. I, I still think I need to earn my stripes on being welcome here. <laughs> what tips did he give you? Did you can you share any of them with me, Patrick? Yeah, just basically recovering, like how to recover, uh, what massages to do, how to do them, when to do them, stuff like that, who to use and stuff like that. Not not stuff that uh, you know that's too far out of reach or anything. Okay, so um, what what do you think this team can do this year? Walk, walk me through your level of expectation for the 2022 season now that you see everything in front of you, your schedule and, and all of that, Patrick. I feel like we could do whatever we want. Uh, really, it's just up to us. I feel like we're we going to get whatever we put into it. So uh, God knows what we're doing. He knows who's working, who's not. So at the end of the day, it's in his hands. I mean, if everybody's mindset is the same and everybody's working the same, then uh, the that level of expectations is going to be high, and what we need to achieve is the highest and ultimate, ultimate goal of the Super Bowl. So 
Uh, of course, we got to take it one game at a, at a time and just go from there. But Okay. Let's chop this up a little bit, Patrick, before I let you go to your haircut. Who's the best defensive player from LSU in the NFL today? Ooh. Patrick today, Clark. yeah, I'm putting myself up there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, you don't do it. Do it. Go ahead. Nah, I do. I feel. I feel like I could be the best. I feel like I still got to prove that. But I feel like uh, with my skill, talent, the team that I'm on, and just how defensive guys thrive there, I feel like that that could be me for sure this upcoming season. So I be on the lookout for sure. Okay, so you're up there. So who's who? Who, who do you put there then? Who do you got for me in the you NFL? Know I got to put Iron Matthew right there for sure. That's that's. Always got to be number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I got to go Devin White for sure. Uh, just seeing how he played LSU and coming into the league and doing the same thing, got to let Doug actually get better. So okay. he got to be right there for okay. sure. Okay. So you're three? We'll put you at three? Do we put you at three yeah. then? Yeah, for sure. We're just sitting there at three. All, All right. right. So then who's I'll the... take the power with two. We okay. <laughs> <laughs> who's four then? Let's get the fourth. Who's right behind uh, you then? Who do you four. Think? It's just defense, right? Yeah, just defense. Just defense. Uh, just defense. What do you think? It's gonna be tough. Uh, I'll probably go to Davis for David White. Okay, I like that. How good is uh, Stingley? Tell me how good he's gonna be for the Texans. Third overall he'll pick be, in the draft. He's gonna be defensive rookie of the year. If we if if we don't hold one down, he's gonna be that one. So hopefully we get one back in uh, Baltimore from either Kyle Kyle or uh, the uh, other guys that we got. But right. hopefully. Is us, but if not, then I gotta go with my boy Derek for that. Well, when uh, you know I'm a Michigan Wolverine, when you get a Jabo up and, and running, you know he went to the same high school as Oway. You're gonna have the killer O's, man. You're, he's he is phenomenal. You're gonna love yeah. him. You're gonna love. I can't, wait, I can't wait to see that work. Yeah, when he gets back with his Achilles, look out. You guys are gonna be fast. You're gonna be all over the spot, and um, you know uh, you you can win the AFC North and the AFC East. You know, in the first half of your season, you have no idea it could actually For happen. Sure. Yeah, that's why I just said, like, hopefully everybody's healthy. You know, so that way we can take care of this. All right, Patrick, tell everyone in the shop I said hi. Will you please? Will you do that for we'll, me? We'll do. I got you. Yeah, just say you were on the Rich Eisen show. Rich Eisen says hi, everybody, and um, and and then get that get what 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 cut do you get? I mean, what is there is there a name for it or what do you what do you got? What do you got? No, I just I just the size a little bit on the side. Uh, I got like a little, not a true mohawk in the back. It's a little wider than the mohawk, but some, a little style like that. Okay. You do that, Patrick. Well, you, if there's a name for it, you just say, call it the Eisen. Give him the Eisen. Okay. <laughs> Would you do that for me? Change the taper yeah, to the Eisen? I got to I gotta have something. I got to have a toehold in some shop somewhere. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Patrick. You take care. You be well. Yes, sir, appreciate Let's do this again. It's Patrick Queen, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> I got to say, following up on that, Rich, one of my biggest life regrets is is that I'll never be a regular at a barbershop. <laughs> why? That's not true, Chris. <laughs> what do you mean, why? You could grow a beard. Yeah. And then what? Then you go to the barbershop. Be groomed. Yeah. My boy Benny Blades would hook you up. It would take me like four years to grow a beard that would need tapering. Hold on a second. There is <laughs> always... The Dion room. And uh, you, you, why, why, why will you never? It's I mean, not happening. It's not happening. I don't have enough. See, now the Dion room. Dion route, told me I've got, I've got the donor hair for it. You've got enough because you, you went, you retreated. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mine is just, you know. If you grew it out, what would it look like? It would look like, um, it would Fred look Sanford? like, who, who's our buddy who was in. Uh, George Jefferson. Who was in CSI Miami? Who, who with with? Oh, Rex Lynn. It would look like Rex Lynn, Terry Bradshaw, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Not yeah. a good look for me. Yeah, I don't have enough donor hair, quote unquote. But that's because you shave it. your head, though. Like if you just let it grow, you'd have donor hair, right? Absolutely not. No. Rockman's bald head is shining like a full moon. That's Eric Dickerson. <laughs> Thank you. Ed. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so I think about it every time I pass a barbershop or I see an ad for the shop. Oh, I think about it all the time. Wistfully? You drive past them wistfully? Uh, and I just go, ah, what might have been? <laughs> every time I see coming to America, ah, what might have been? Aha. Aha. See, but you could be the old man. What is this, Velvet? You could be the old man just hanging out in the barbershop. I could shop. just hang out, I guess. Why not? I guess. I have a toddler now. I get not a lot of hangout time. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there's your barber shop because eventually he's oh, gonna. You're gonna have yes. to take Cage to the shop. He's got to get it cut. That's where that's you sit true. in and just that's you know true. shoot the gift with everybody. That's the sad thing is the barbershop Chris now hangs in or his children's barbershop. It's barber not shop. for me. Well, the barbershop he goes what, to, there's like Chris, rocket ships and cars that people sit in. That's true. That's true. Yeah. See, what you should do. It's a Lightning McQueen. You should start a whole new world for yourself is you should go into the kid's barbershop, sit in that little rocket and ship start, and just start talking just crap. Hot takes. <laughs> just throwing out hot, hot takes, takes to little children. children. Hot takes to little children. Yeah. Yeah. SpongeBob. Yeah. Hey, yeah, kid, I know you're pants. crying. That's square pants. He doesn't really have what it takes. I know you're crying right now, but let me tell you about LeBron. You want to see a crier? That's how There's I used LeBron. to be. I used to go to Chuck E. Cheese for lunch back in the day because we used to work by Chuck E. Cheese. We'd yeah. go in there and I would play these little kids and all the video games and I would trash talk these kids. But then I made sure I collected everybody's tickets and I'd hand them out to the kids at the end. But yeah, man, I would just, we'd be ski ball. I'd be talking trash right, to what, like if, what if, what if RES Consulting? We're right. What if we're we, clearly, in, we're clearly if, in it? Yeah. What if we start a barbershop for bald men? Oh. Mm. Because you go in, you get a hot towel action. You still got to get a shave. You can right? still get a shave. Yeah. Here's we we here, got to shave your head. Here's the problem, Chris. Here's the issue with that. No, no, no. Okay, because again, that's, that's, this is why I'm in charge of RES Consulting. We're talking it out. We are. Uh, I, I always think of the unintended consequences. It's kind of like why I'm perfect for the competition committee. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is that you always have to, when you, when, you, when you come up with an idea, you got to think of the unintended consequences. At like, what is the cutoff point to consider somebody bald enough to attend? Yeah, like someone shows up and you go, now nah, you got too much hair. Too beat much it. hair, you're like, out. Beat it. <laughs> beat it. I'm okay with that. That's what? discrimination, man. Like what I'm. So it's just like what? Like is, is there is there like a device that you place on their head in the same way that your child <laughs> needs to be so tall to ride a ride <laughs> right that now. your hair must not get past a certain line that's on your head you know what i'm saying the barbers have no guards on their clippers jay's now removed his hat to show <laughs> here's the deal. i want to feel included all right here's the deal all right now rich here we go yes i'm gonna sit this one out Is there one a yes two three we're the council in okay well obviously adam in the back not in he's like a fake bald guy he has enough I, coverage yeah but he, but he cuts it low because he doesn't want to look like he's balding. But he's not actually bald. That person can't attend. He, our... can, he cannot go into the barbershop. <laughs> bar, but what if the barbershop, there's a special spot in the barbershop for guys who are trying to fight and hang on? Because we're, we're, they can graduate to certain parts of the shop. It's you certain, know what I mean? Certain like, chairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? Feel, like, that's you, the you. spot for guys who won't admit it yet. Right, right, right. And then there's, and that's not the best. And part. we're just like, that's come, not the best part. Come there's, home. There's not the best televisions there. There's nope, not the best nope, chairs nope. there. Under the speakers, things. right? Yeah, right. But the, the spot for the fully bald guys, it's it's like Valhalla oh, in there. Yeah. My God, you could you could live in there, like the Sky Club, please. The Delta Club sold. I don't know what do we call yeah. it. Yeah, we'll think of something. The Bald Brotherhood. Bald Brotherhood. I mean, we already got a name. We got it's a video called the for brother, it. The Brotherhood Shop. We just called yeah. the Brotherhood. Shop Brotherhood. Way, you said you went to be like have something in the barbershop. I told you a couple weeks ago. I went to my boy Benny, and he was commenting about how funny you were during the draft. And okay, so you were the topic of conversation at his little barbershop. I gotta be honest. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta be. I gotta hit straight here. Was Benny going higher register? Like he's pretty funny. Like or or <laughs> like it was kind of surprising to him. It was because like, I've I been around front. a while. Where's I, Benny been? I can't front. He was. He was a little surprised. Been, he goes, "Your boy Rich is low key, real funny, man." Like, and that's a compliment. No, I, and I take it as a compliment. Yeah. But you know, this is my 18th draft. It's not like so I just what, tried it a different way this time. So what was Benny? A different hairstyle, you know what I mean? Like I, I, it's the way I do it. Where you been, Benny? Benny Blades, what up, man? By the way, can I, real quickly, is that I, what his nickname is? Benny Blades. <laughs> Here's the deal with Benny Blades, right? Every time I Great used nickname, to, he doesn't have a shop anymore because he closed it for COVID. Now he cuts on his back deck. Okay, but when I used to go in the shop, there would be so many like celebrities and people that you would know in there. It'd be shocking to me. I'd be like, bro, like you cut him, him, and him. Mm -hmm. So you know, we're going to New York for mm -hmm. the Emmys, and I wanted to make sure I got to see him before we left. Oh, so good for you. I called him like a month ago, and I'm like, hey, man, I want to make an appointment on this date. And he was for like, his deck. For his, 
That sounded weird, but yeah. Um, and what? so, and so he's like, "All right, tell me what's going on." I'm like, "We're going to the Emmys, blah blah blah." And I said, "Look, man, I want that Ricky Bell Twenty City Tour treatment because you know Bell Biv DeVoe, Ricky Bell. <laughs> he cuts Bell Biv DeVoe. So I sent him this text randomly. Thirty seconds later, I get a Facetime call from Benny. He's with Ricky Bell cutting his hair, and they're looking at my text cracking up. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. I like it. <laughs> so does he cut Biv and DeVoe? He does not cut Biv and DeVoe, but he sometimes cuts Bobby Brown. And he has cut Biv and DeVoe. Very good. Yeah. So. All right. But yeah, you're, you've what been the topic just, conversation in the barbershop, man. I appreciate man. that. Send my best to Benny and Bell. <laughs> Biv and DeVoe can bounce sand, as far as I'm concerned. Poison. Not to be too aggressive. So I'm saying he'll hook but you I, up. You know what? You I've been having uh, you know, Let's take a break. We come back. Uh, I'll, I'll, I've been having some trouble uh, with my aggressivity all of a sudden, because uh, maybe I'm listening to you about saying stuff with my chest, and it gets me in trouble, and it's not it's off-brand. Uh, yeah, something happened on Twitter yesterday I need to address. Oh, oh are you getting fired up? No, just, uh, you know, uh, everybody thinks I'm giving shrapnel to somebody who I really like a lot. So I want to hit that coming up next. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature, quiets your snores or your partner's. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50%. On the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed here Back you. here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, it's sort of <laughs> ironic, uh, or is it coincidental? I don't know sometimes. Yeah. Um, that uh, we're talking about baldness and our bald brotherhood, and our, our third hour guest arrived so early that we had to put him on television <laughs> right know. now. Perfect timing, because he is truly uh, top, the like, greatest yeah. head of hair yeah. maybe in the history of television, <laughs> sports television. Steve Mariucci is here nice and early on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I don't belong. Look at all you bald guys. <laughs> but Moose, you're, you're deciding to like go gray gracefully. Like, when did you make that yeah, decision? When, like, okay. Bob, you, like you're it like was a COVID ball. decision, okay? Was it? Yeah, was because it? let's just face it. Most people in television, you know, yeah, they kind of just, uh, yeah. you know, add color to their hair. I'm just, I'm just telling you. And then uh, <laughs> so COVID, Dan, COVID Patrick calls, Dan just, Patrick calls it a coat of paint. Coat of paint. That's what DP calls it a coat of paint. Yeah, I got Drew really tired of that. So, uh, so stop I just, it. Stop it. I grew old during COVID, and I love it. Yeah, you were like the you were like Bob Barker. Yeah. Like one day you're, you're you got it, next day it's just like whoa, where did that whoa, come whoa. from? That's it. All natural. I like this though. It's great. Yeah, it's I not do. falling out yet. I've noticed you know, that. But your wife likes it? I mean, that's the most important thing, right? Matters. You know, I don't know what she likes. Um, <laughs> wait, Gail, are you watching this? I love you. Jeez, um, Rich, I had a, a weird morning this morning. Okay. You know what? Why? I was watching Good Morning Football. Yes. Did you look at it? There was Kay Adams last. It's her last day, yeah. I know. It was uh, emotional. I didn't see it. What did she Yeah, I, I, I was in the hotel over there, you know, and then... Uh, 
And I just started turning it on, and I'm, I got to watch the last hour. And it was a lot of tears and a lot of goodbyes. Of and then Nate ju- surprised her and came on the oh, set and did nice. the show with them. And Traegs and, and Kyle and those guys, it's a great show. You know that. But I'm, I'm watching this, and they're yeah. saying goodbye, and I love you and all that. And then I'm thinking, we're going to have a show like that someday. Oh, oh no. no Rich, well, why would you say that? I don't want to bring this down, but I start thinking, someday yeah. we're going to have a show like that. Because the... Uh, the four of us have been together. They've been together for six years. We've been there 10 years together, right? I know, but I've been with you for 17, Rich. That's right. I remember wow. um, interview you, interviewing you on Lions Cam. At the league meetings. And you were then and also during... and, and Was my hair darker? No, you were... You were, you were <laughs> you, the difference between you now and as I've known you and you on Lions Cam is... You're going to talk pounds here. no. Not at all. You look great. No, Steve, we're not talking about that. You are, um, what's the word for it? Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did not seem hey, happy at all. It's like, a tough job, Rich, over there. We had Matthew Stafford on the set yesterday, and he looked revitalized, right? He, looked, <laughs> <laughs> he did. You he he said to him, oh, screw it, we'll just share it. He, Stafford comes out on the set. And because um, he started the uh, schedule release show with us, oh, great. and which was great. We've never had that before. We've That's never good. had like a defending Super Bowl champion quarterback just start it. with us. But then again, you know, we also really never had football in Los Angeles, let alone a new beautiful studio across the street from the place where the Super Bowl was played and won, where they have their regular season games anyway. But he's he's you said, you you know, you look you look great. And he's just like, I got makeup on. Makeup. I never saw him with makeup. He said, said, because I had this real, you know, bad sunburn or something. He said, I got got that sunburn. And I said, that's something you probably never said in Detroit very much, (laughs) did you? Which, you know, I'm allowed to say having spent four years in in that area. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, you didn't. uh, That was the difference. But yes. And I just remember you joining us. It was the Super Bowl in Detroit. That was your first gig with NFL Network. It was the Seahawks and the Steelers Super Bowl. And, um, you know, you were just kicking the tires on that. Oh, well, I was kicking tires already because I got whacked on Thanksgiving after the Thanksgiving game. And then then Eric Weinberger calls me up, right? right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, a couple of weeks later or whatever. Yeah. He goes, hey, Mooch, um, you want to you come on the NFL Network with us? Mm-hmm. I go, I go, interview with Rich again or what? He goes, no, no, come and work at the Super Bowl. Right. I went, it's in Detroit. It's in, the, it's in Ford Field. He goes, yeah, I know. I go, I just got fired from there. You want me to go back in there and start doing shows? And he goes, yep, let's go. And I hadn't left, I hadn't left my house in three weeks. I think I told you that once already. I, I mean, when you, when you get fired, sometimes you just go in the tank. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I literally didn't leave my house for three weeks. And then one day I got out and went to Costco and walked around the aisle. <laughs> and I started eating those little hot dogs on toothpicks. Oh, just samples. For, yeah, just samples. For, the samples are bad. But Mooch, I don't know what said or that or staying in your house. And then people start looking at me like, here's the coach. I got fired. He's eating toothpicks and hot dogs. I had to buy some. So I went and bought some. I bought some like white some. tube socks. I had to buy something. I couldn't, I couldn't leave the building without buying something. You mean to excuse your grazing? Or yeah. Like to try and cover your grazing? <laughs> graze. Tube socks was a fig leaf of you grazing like I, hot like dogs out of socks. Set. Okay, but I had to buy something. <laughs> anyway, so then that's where we started <laughs> in Detroit. Yep. Where it all started. So maybe twenty years from now, we'll have a goodbye session. You like know what? Adams I hope said. it's as long as as. <laughs> look, I'll I'll say it. Uh, screw it. You know, um, obviously we're in competition with many uh, groups um, doing the job, and everybody has a terrific group behind them. We do too. And the the compliments I get on our show more than any other is the compliment everybody who does this for a living wants to hear and the answer is you guys really look like you're having fun, fun and you like each other yeah and my answer is you're right we're having fun and we really do like each other like we do spend time with each other and having mm-hmm. time with each other <laughs> and we've got great memories together and some of our best memories steve didn't think we were going to go in this direction, but you you started us off. I Sorry. love it. These are some great stories. Brockman, our Thursday night football. Now, now, I mean, isn't it crazy? We have Al Michaels and we have Kirk Herbstreet on the schedule release show. 
Thursday Night Football is now on Amazon Prime Video. Al's calling it with Kirk Herbstreet. But we started yes, the damn we did, thing in Kansas City in 2006 in Kansas City. It was me, you, Marshall, and Dion, and what Dion called the kids' table, right? Because the, de- the it was as big as your set. The right desk there. is as big <laughs> as, as this desk, and they put four of us right there on the field. That was the night Schefter broke the news that no matter what Jake Plummer was going to do as the quarterback of the Denver Broncos in Kansas City on that Thanksgiving night game, first Thanksgiving night game of a triple header on NFL Network, no matter what Jake Plummer did, Jake Cutler was going to get the start. And I'll never forget being in the parking lot in our trailer that they set up there. Pat Bolin comes knocking on the door saying, where's Adam Schefter? Because I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, he just reported my quarterback is not going to start next week. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. He did say that. <laughs> and I realized, oh, God, Schefter scooped Pat Bowman. Wow. And we were, I was wondering, how's this going to land? Because our network wouldn't have existed without the late Pat Bowman right. being supportive of us. But those road trips for us were spectacular. And Dion being there, too, the current <laughs> coach of Jackson State. Yep. What was the deal with your shoes that he did? He gave what did he give you? He gave you shoes one year because well, when we were all smaller and there wasn't seven hundred employees over at the net, we used to give each other Christmas presents. Yeah, and uh, and Mooch. Dion he he got me Gucci's. He said I got to get some Gucci's for my Moochie. That's what he said. Yeah, and that's he got me some shoes, Gucci's. Right, they're good. I and then I remember yeah. complaining about that. And then so many other did. He gave Gucci's to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think I still have those. I have mine. Look at you guys. I yeah. have mine. I yeah. wore them. Uh, I remember at that. At the Miami Super Bowl. Remember it rained? I was out in the stands. Yeah. He got really wet. Sorry, Dion. That was the Prince. I still have them. That, that was the Prince halftime show because yeah. it rained so damn hard. Purple rain. That night. I remember all of uh-huh. that. Yeah, man. We've been at this a while. So just to put a button on it. Um, look, we love doing it. I love you. I love Irv and Kurt and everyone that we work with. They'd be crazy not to keep us together for a long time. They would. There's no reason not to. The resources are there. The network is there. We love doing it. So yeah. hopefully, what you're you're talking about uh, won't happen. Won't, won't happen for a long, long time. time. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, How about I, that? That's, let's leave it at that because I uh, I was having a moment going whoa. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then and then the Kay Adams, you know, um, what a what a run. Uh, for her She's and then, so talented and, and then Nate coming back because uh, when I started NFL Network from scratch NFL Total Access was the only daily show that we were doing and then they started building it out and I never I, I'm like when is there going to be another show that's identifiable to NFL Network that's on the air every day that mm-hmm. everybody's going to want to tune in to see and then Good Morning Football was, was born was Kenny Norton doing it Wednesday? it was me Ken Norton and Seth Joyner when we Seth started Joyner and Seth Joyner Ken yeah and then <laughs> one day one day Susie calls me up she says, Pete Carroll wants to come on the show because she was covering USC at the time. Mm. She goes, Pete, Pete wants to come in. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Your first coach interview was a college coach? Well, in studio. Uh-huh. I believe so. Pete comes in, and, you know, USC is killing it. Killing 03, it. 04, 05. I forget what year. I think it was 04 or whatever. And uh, Pete wants to come in. And I'm like, okay, great. And so she arranged it because she was covering Pete and they're, they're still, you know, friendly and tight today. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes in, Pete Carroll comes in, and it's me, Pete, and Ken Norton, who was, as you know, Mr. UCLA. Mm-hmm. But they just hired a new staff and Ken wanted to coach a little bit. He was doing right. some youth coaching. Yep. And they didn't knock on his door. Pete heard that. And at the end of the interview, said to Ken Norton, take a walk with me. And within days, hired him. And as you know, Ken's been on his staff, was on his staff for a very long time. I think Pete, I think Pete came over to interview Kenny, not necessarily to get on with you. (laughs) He had an agenda. The interview I think he was more interested in wasn't me interviewing him, but him interviewing Ken. Yeah. I think that actually happened. Yeah. Oh, man, I got the I got tons of these stories. Oh, I had Ken on my team at San Francisco. He, as a, a linebacker, oh, yeah. he was terrific. He was, that, was, was, was that when he was punching the uh, the goalpost like I a fighter like his dad? My, my first year there, I mean, he, before the game, an NFL locker room is really a, it's really something. Before the game, I'm just, it's quiet, it's nervous, some guys are playing music, some guys, and all of a sudden I hear two guys yelling at each other, swearing at each other, like fighting with each other. And I'm going, whoa, what is all this? So I walk out, 
It's Ken Norton Jr. and Gary Plummer, who were our, ins- our inside linebackers. That's and I then I learned that's how they got up for games by just abusing each other before. Get out of here! Yeah, they were just I, you know fucking you know, and they were going. I'm watching this like this is pretty bizarre, Ken. But uh, whatever floats your boat, okay? Like, <laughs> wow, that's how they got fired up yeah. for games. Yeah, by attacking each other in the locker room. Is that the strangest awesome. such ritual you've see, you've ever witnessed as a coach uh, anywhere at any point? There's a lot of rituals. I saw, well, of course, Dion, Jerry Rice too. They used to put their uniform on the and, and uh, imagine what they would look at wristbands, right? everything. Make sure Jerry everything. did that too. Jerry, yeah, Rice Jerry, did that too? Jerry was meticulous. I think he does that with his suits. I mean, he does every he, everything is perfect for Jerry. He yeah. did that on his. Uh, did he do that for every game? Jerry, best you can. Well, even on the day that you gave uh, Terrell Owens twenty balls, Stop. On Jerry I knew Rice. It. Look, you Why walked he... right into it. I did. You walked did. right into low hanging fruit for you. Was it walked into it? <laughs> What's wrong with you, Rich? Does Jerry still hold that against you today? I think depends what kind of mood he's in. Sometimes we laugh about it, and sometimes he's like this. You know, there's a story I want you to tell so desperately. You're not no, I'm not it. telling any <laughs> uh, Kevin Barlow stories or anything like no, that. Not, you've, <laughs> told that. <laughs> you've told that. You've told that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll sit right here yeah, and tell told that story. Is there, is there a, the photograph story? Can would you tell that story? Which one? The, the photograph, the famous photograph that you wanted to recreate. Would you mind telling that story? You've never told that story before. What are you talking about? This photograph? Is the famous 49er <laughs> photograph. You wanted to recreate. Remember that? <laughs> well, you oh. said, you've never told that story in public. Is, we, it, is this public? It is. Let's take a break. I'm going to work on you in the commercial <laughs> break, and then we'll come back. <laughs> this is one of my favorite mooch stories of all okay. time. Okay, okay. Okay, great. This is a uh, Folks, you have no idea. He's never told this story in public, and it's <laughs> phenomenal. And we're locked in. Do not move. Trust me on this. Back in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Back here on our terrestrial radio network along with Peacock and Sirius XM. Steve married you. I was planning on having you here talking about the, the schedule, but because uh, that's what we, we did last night, the schedule release show, but we're having too much fun going down memory lane. Uh-oh. Okay, so here, you have never told this story publicly, and I am honored and thrilled because I think this, is, this, should be brought to the, this should be brought to the people. Yeah. And you, I know you're, you're, part of you is thinking don't do it, and I, I, but you got to do it. I'm yeah. doing it. Okay, great. So, yeah. At the old NFL Network setup, there were conference rooms, and one conference room after another was named after famous football players. So the NFL game day morning meeting that you were part of all those years when you were Marshall Falk segment producer, Chris Brockman, um, we met for many years in something called the Montana Room, named after Joe Montana. And in the Montana room is one of the most iconic football photos that 49er fans would know on site. And I'll explain it when we put it up on the screen right here for our radio audience. Uh It's Montana and Bill Walsh in the old candlestick taking on the Bears, for crying out loud, right? You can see that on the the 
on the scoreboard there, mm-hmm. and it's Montana looking at Walsh, and Walsh looking at Montana. They're both taking a knee on the turf there, and it looks like they're drawing up a play on the yeah. turf with their fingers, right? It's like kids do in the playground in the backyard, just draw a play up in the dirt. And so while we're waiting, <clears throat> presumably, it, uh, memory fades, but uh, we'll just assume we're waiting for Irv to arrive. Um <laughs> The meeting is not yet started. Or Marshall. So, or, <laughs> Mooch, is, Mooch says the following. Got a great story about this photograph that I've never told. And so, you know how it works with oh, Mooch. Okay. I mean, of course. We're all like, okay, like, okay, you have the floor. 10, 15 Steve minutes. Steve Mariucci, <clears throat> you know have the floor, please. You Please, so, here we go. That, that photograph was, you know, it's, like you said, it's iconic. It's like, that is so cool. A couple of Hall of Famers. Down on a knee, just talking the next play. We've all done that when we're eight years old, right? Well, <clears throat> so now I'm coaching the 49ers. You're the actual coach. The I'm actually coaching the 49ers. And Joe, you know, he wasn't, he's, I didn't coach Joe, he was gone. Steve Young was there, pretty good player. <laughs> Heard of him. And um, so, and then the photographer was Mike Zagaris, you know, and there's a lot of stories about Mike Zagaris, man. He, anyway, he used to be the photographer, like the Rolling Stones and everything. Anyway, um, so I just got to thinking, gosh, that would be cool if uh, if I could have a photo like this someday, you know, like with Steve Young. And I don't know if I'm going to last one month with the Niners or five years or what, where, where this will end, but... That would be a cool photo to have with Steve Young. So, so I'm not kidding. We're playing a game. We're playing a game, and we're winning pretty big. Second quarter, second down. And I'm looking around, and up, boom, there's Mike Segaris. Mike Segaris is right on the sideline. And I went, boom, oh, my God. That's probably where he was sitting or kneeling when he took that photo of Bill Walsh and Joe Montana. So I went, time out. (laughs) (laughs) You called a timeout in an actual NFL game. (laughs) Absolutely no reason to call a timeout at all. All right? Steve looks at me and goes, what? (laughs) Timeout, come here. And he goes, why? <laughs> Come here. So, <laughs> so he's so. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. These mics are so big; they can yeah. hear me from here. Yeah. So here he comes. Yeah. And I'm going. Okay. So Sagaris is still there. Mm-hmm. This is my moment, man. This is my moment. So here it comes, Steve, and he's walking. He's wondering why in the world I'm calling timeout second yeah. down and five. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. All right. So as he's approaching, I take a knee. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm gonna pose for this picture. I don't do this yet. So, so I, I I come down, take a knee, and I'm waiting for Steve to come and take a knee right next to me on the field, right? So all of a sudden, our our, our equipment guy Kevin Lartique, he goes, Steve, you want some water? And I'm sitting right there, and he took a right. He goes over there, and he's he's getting water. I had his helmet with Greg Knapp and all those other guys, and I'm sitting here like this. <laughs> this is not what I was thinking about right here. Steve Young's supposed to be here with me. He's over there drinking water. <laughs> and then I go, okay, so I'm going to have to do it some other time here. And they came back up, and here comes Steve. goes, what? I go, ah, nothing. Good job. Let's go back in the game. <laughs> so... I'm sure he's watching this from home. Oh my! And now God. he knows. Wow. Now he knows the that timeout. He so Steve Young never knew why you called. Do you remember who you were playing against at this point in time? Do you remember this? I don't know. Okay, guess, so you're up big it's at home in Candlestick. We're up big. We're up twenty-eight to two or something. Second quarter, and it was a uh, oh wasted timeout, but it was a chance oh to take God. that photo. And it was, it was, I was ready. Steve wasn't ready. <laughs> I, was, I was ready. You know, he just went up, took a little detour. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so he has, to this day, no idea why you called that timeout. Well, out. he'll know now because I'm sure he'll get blown up on his on his phone. And you know, Mooch just wanted to take a photo with you, and oh, you screwed it God. up. Did you fire the water guy immediately <laughs> for ruining the photo op? Jake, why did you give him water, man? I mean, he didn't need water. It's second down. And so it's like, 
<laughs> I didn't tell anybody that. That was really embarrassing. Oh no, really. What happened in the it, game? Like, did you did that timeout become crucial at some point? Everything was Atlanta. We oh, kicked okay. butt. Right. I mean, <laughs> what Steve was playing, we were really good. It's funny how you're a good coach when you have a good quarterback. Oh my God! Weird. That's, yeah. He told that story, and the whole uh, you can imagine you've been there. Yeah, course, telling the, these the whole table was rolling, <laughs> laughing, just like I was right there. Oh, All man. right, now the cat's out of the bag. It is. So, <laughs> I'll get a call from Sagaris. Darn it! I was probably ready for that. Did he, he not know it either? You no, 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 no. You told nobody. I told what your nobody, Rich. Were. But I knew he would have taken it. He was sitting right there. They're waiting for photographs all day long, right? And he would have, he would have taken it. It would have been exact. It would have been exact. <laughs> Except my hair wasn't white like Bill Walsh's was. It is now, but it wasn't at that time. That would have been great, man. Look at that. I was ready Take for it. Take a knee and I was like taking lying. a knee by myself. <laughs> 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 <Who does that>? <laughs> <laughs> Take a knee. Why? Coach, she goes time out. Why? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, take a picture. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you, Lee Corso took a picture during a game one time. Did he? He was coaching Indiana. Uh huh. They were playing USC. Uh huh. And they scored first. There was 7 nothing. Mm hmm. He stopped the game. He took a team photo with the score, Indiana 7, USC nothing. On Are you, are you serious? Oh, yeah. Then they got beat like 49-7. But he took the picture. He stopped the game. Took a time out. Stopped the game and took a team photo. The course, so I commemorate that they were up by seven yeah. in the Coliseum? Yeah, it was, I, I don't know where it was. Well, wherever it was. Yeah, it didn't oh, matter. It was my a perfect gosh. picture. Well, you know, yeah. Rod Woodson tells a story, uh, His if we ever round Rod, have him tell the story of, of his recruiting visits and how he wound up at Purdue, um, you know, and the story goes, because I asked him at one point, like, you're Mr. Indiana, why didn't, you know, did Indiana not recruit you? And he said he was recruited by Indiana. It was Lee Corso who knocked on his door when he was coaching Indiana. Yeah. And he told Rod, hey, Rod, um, I've just been fired by Indiana. But Indiana is a great place for you to go to still. And that was the way that Indiana attempted to get Rod Woodson to go and play for the Hoosiers. Oh, wow. But it's just like, I, guess I appreciate the honesty, Coach, but uh, sounds like uh, things are kind of screwed up around there. <laughs> See you later. And then he wound up taking one um, out-of-Midwest school visit to Arizona State and because he just wanted to see what it's like to maybe live in Arizona and the heat and the yeah, desert and go like to it. like this big, huge college town and whatever. And he doesn't remember who was his recruiting coordinator, but the guy took him off the plane and took him to see the movie Gandhi. Yeah, he said something about a movie. That was a negative. Like that, that the, the total running movie. time is like damn near four hours. There was an intermission. <laughs> and he's just like, you know, he thought he was going to go to a campus and just like see a big, vibrant campus and, you know, Rod. Out. Rod was with us when we did our first Super Bowl in Detroit. That's right. Yeah. Oh, Rod was part of that whole thing. Yeah. Look at look at you going full circle here, Mike. Anything we want to talk about the schedules before I let you go? <laughs> no, but it's a good schedule, isn't it? Um, gosh, that was a fun show yesterday. Yeah, it was, yeah. We yeah. were there six hours. I mean, geez. I know. But, we taped a lot of stuff that we uh, played back, but it was a long day. But uh, All right. At any rate, it's good hey, to see you. Good to see you guys. Thank you being, thanks for being you, here. So you're going to so, go see the grandkids now? Is that what you're going to do? So, yeah, I'm going to go see. Uh, I, got, I got kids scattered all over Rich. You know, they're all over. Right. I got, a, I got uh, Adam and Sarah live in Greenwich, Connecticut, right around the corner from Steve Young. Every time I go there, I, I video myself. Hey, Steve, here's your house. Do you miss it? I mean, anyway. And, well, you're uh, going to have something to talk about with Steve next time you see him. I know what. He's definitely oh, will God. have seen this by now and will be calling. Remember that one time, Steve, where Mariucci burned a timeout, you had no idea, and then all of a sudden you turn around, and he's taking a knee on the candlestick turf telling you to come join him? He wanted to take a picture, Steve. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're done talking about it now. All right. I got to go see some grandkids over okay. in Riverside. You can see your grandkids. Kyle and, then, and Colt, uh, yeah. Okay. Now show, share the story about the cell phones, Steve. The what? The story about the cell phone. He already has, <laughs> and so is Willing himself on this program. Willing! I'm not going to tell that story anymore. That story anymore. is you not for making... Steve to tell anymore. Yeah. 
All right, so send my best to Gail and your family. Yeah, and ask Susie where she got that that. Oh, yeah. I, uh, Susie, well, are you watching? She probably is, but you <laughs> liked her sweater coat yesterday? Yeah, like uh, tell me where you got that. If you don't mind me uh, buying one for Gail, you know, you guys can like go together to the mall with their flag I coat think on. Uh, <laughs> that, that might actually be purchased on her behalf for you in the next five minutes if she just heard that she might actually well do you know what she's probably doing she's probably driving 80 miles an hour and then buying it with her by using it in her right hand with her foot on the oh my god okay it's a miracle we commuted together and actually made her that's not safe is that your that's your that's your official assessment official assessment not safe can confirm can confirm uh, all right, Mooch. Thanks, thanks for being here. Steve Mariucci, right, everybody. All right, we're going to really dive into the schedule, hour three, and take your phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Oh, we're still here on Peacock for another two minutes. All right, so what, what, did, what, what, what did leap out at you about the schedule? How about, that, uh, how about that first Monday night game? How about Russell Wilson going back to Seattle uh, right it, off the bat? I know it's, uh, some people think they should wait until Russell kind of learns that offense. And yeah, I'm one of those up people. His, and some people, on the other hand, it's like get that out of the way so you don't have to talk about it anymore. Just get that game uh, in the in the books, and uh, but their team on offense, Denver's team, will not be as ready for the yeah. opener as they will be later. But hey, I mean, it, all eyes will be on that game, right? I mean, it's a huge game. How about the Bills and the Rams? I mean, all these all these games. It seemed like the schedule was every week. There were some awesome, awesome games, and and you know why, Rich. We have a really good situation right now with our quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better than it ever has been. So the matchups between teams often present itself as matchups with quarterbacks, right? Josh Allen against Patrick Mahomes and Brady against Rodgers and, and whatnot. So the league is in such good shape with quarterbacks. There's always going to be these great matchups now. Yeah, and the fact that 13 teams, so we'll do the math for you, that's almost half the league has the full maximum of five nationally televised games. 13 teams. I, I think that's a record number. Where, where 13 different Patriots have four in a row, by the way. In a row? Yes. The Patriots have, I, let me get you, that. You exactly. know what else is that's fascinating? late November is, to early December, right? Is the schedule release or the making of the schedule. Yeah, Mike it, North and then Howard Katz and Mike the rest North of the Mike North and Howard Katz. And, and how... How that got affected when Tom Brady chose to come back, and even after Russell Wilson changed teams, that changes the whole kit and caboodle, right? Yeah, yeah the Patriots have a Thanksgiving night game against the Vikings yep. in Week 12. Then they turn around, and they and the Bills, who <clears throat> play earlier on Thanksgiving again, normally the Cowboys are the team that turns around and plays another team that played on Thanksgiving the following week. So Thursday Night Football has both teams in a full complement of rest, but that's the way the Bills and Patriots will play each other. In New England. And then after that, the Patriots are at the Cardinals on a Monday night. And then they probably will stay out here in the Western time zone and hmm. visit Josh McDaniels the following. Yeah. That's what four straight nationally televised the international games. games are interesting, too. Oh, You're right. Going to Munich. That's great. With Tom Brady. That'll be fun. Mooch, thanks for thanks, coming guys. in. This is a All blast. Right, thanks you for bet. telling that story. <laughs> Hour number three coming up. Don't go anywhere.